So we're going to get out on this one ahead of weigh-in Wednesday. I'm, I'm hoping that you hear this uh, before your weekly weigh-in, if you weigh in on Wednesdays. Um, so no matter how good you are, how on point you are, or how off point you are, or falling off the wagon or jumping on the struggle bus, no matter what happens between one weigh-in to the next, it's not really a true representation of your entire weight loss process. So again, you put the actions in knowing that eventually the scale is going to work itself out. Eventually. Not a day from now, a week from now, even months from now in some cases. You will start to feel better relatively quickly. You'll have more energy. You'll probably have more focus mentally. But as far as your body changing, that takes time. Um, and depending on you know where you start at weight-wise or how inactive you were, how inconsistent you were with being active leading up to that starting point, uh, going from doing not much besides just what you needed to do to get through your day-to-day with work and, and responsibilities to, you know, making a point to be physically active um, and changing the way that you eat, again, making a concerted effort consistently, you can absolutely build momentum and you can absolutely see success quickly. Uh, the problem that comes from that is everybody likes to see the loss on the scale, like myself included. Who doesn't like to see that number go down? But you'll see people post when they go down, they'll say, I needed to see this. I love seeing these numbers, these numbers. This makes me happy. But the flip side of it is when you're using the scale number as the validation for the work that you're doing, when the scale stops cooperating, because that's what happens from one way into the next, the scale does what it's going to do. When that's what you're using as your validation, that's when you get yourself into trouble. That's where you really start, you know, not only, so if we're, if we're saying that the scale is the ultimate measure of progress, <clears throat> Not only are we saying when when we have our individual stalls that, oh, you know, we're, we just must not be doing as well now as we were before because we're not losing. But then we see other people whose scale number, you know, worked out on this particular way in when we see when we see that they've lost you know, three pounds, five pounds, however much we start to say, well, they're they're doing great. But that quickly goes from they're doing better than I am. And. The scale is is a finicky thing, man. I mean, you can be doing your best in all areas of this stuff and the scale doesn't move. And it doesn't move for months. And then all of a sudden, you know, if you're doing weekly weigh-ins, you go for three to four months with it not really moving or bouncing between the same two to three pounds or two to the same five pounds or whatever to all of a sudden you, you have a dramatic loss. And what I think... Again, we all we all have trouble with this because there's so many things that are put out there that are are promising to be the solution. So it would make sense that if what 
if if what we're being told is losing weight fast is what's really successful and that's really what measures how how good we're actually doing with this well if we're not losing weight fast but something else is promising quicker results it would only make sense that we would want to try whatever that thing is but long term if you've got something that you enjoy doing and something that's manageable for you to stick with then it's you're going to be successful you're going to challenge yourself with different workouts as needed but not every workout has to be a a complete overall or a complete 1 to 10 scale pushing yourself to a 9 or a 10 you know it consistency really is the whole part of this and sometimes with being consistent it's just a matter of doing what you're continuing to do what you're doing because you enjoy it knowing that the scale is going to work itself out that's what long-term weight loss and weight management really is it's what maintenance is when people talk about maintenance maintenance is a mindset maintenance is something that you should be adopting right now because however you're eating and exercising right now is pretty much what it's going to look like when you're in maintenance you're really not going to have i mean you know and, and this again every time i say this this is the good a good barometer check because if i say hey what you you know get used to what you're doing now because it's what maintenance is going to look like if you have that nervous twinge in the pity twinge right yeah if you have that that feeling in the pit of your stomach where you're like oh i don't know if i want to do this that tells you that the the program you're following isn't the one that's right for you you start with your preferences you find something that you can do consistently and then you keep moving through on it and you challenge yourself as needed and i mean again like most people will hear this and be like, oh, no, that's not true. I need to lose weight fast. I, I know my body. I know what I need. Okay. You know what you need. This is not a, uh, you know, you'll figure it out eventually unless you like to just continue to diet and, and beat yourself up over this stuff, which many people will do, by the way, for decades. I really think as we get folks that are in their, their 20s, 30s, and 40s now, I think we're really going to see, you know, some lifelong dieters. So if you want to continue to do this until your 60s and 70s and basically, you know, not be as focused on other areas of your life because you're focused on weight. And yes, that's a broad statement. Not everybody is so fixated on the scale number to where it interferes with parts of their life. But what I will say is if you're somebody that has been dieting for a while, because I knew this is this is where I thought, thing, you know, this is kind of where I was with it, with it, and this is kind of where most people I talk to are with it. It's always there in your mind. You're always thinking about you know what you need to do to lose weight. So when you focus on that, it takes up a lot of your time. And all I'm saying is instead of, of trying to find the next thing that's going to get you those those magical results you got to realize that you know the, the promises of the programs mass marketed diets are overstated can people be successful yes if people if if but if the majority of people were as successful as the case the case study testimonials they wouldn't have to put results not typical in their marketing efforts think about that we wouldn't need that stuff right if we saw 
Johnny who lost 70 pounds in three months by doing whatever, it wouldn't have to, you know, we, we could just see, that. Yeah, good for Johnny. I'm going to do what Johnny's doing. You wouldn't have to have results not typical at the bottom of the, of the uh, social media post, the infomercial, the magazine ad, you know. Really what you do, the effort you put in between weigh-ins matter. That matters because that's the stuff that you can control. What doesn't matter is what the number says from one way into the next. And, you know, the cool thing, again, about going through this stuff on a podcast is you can really think about it. Like, if this stuff's posted on social media and you agree, I mean, I guess you could, you know, if you agree or if you're, you're thinking about it or even if you, know, like if you disagree, I mean, you can send a direct message. But, like, commenting on this stuff, if your thoughts aren't going to be kind of what is popular at the time, like, you can get a lot of stuff slung your way. The cool thing about the podcast is you're listening to me and you can just think about it. You can think about how it it plays into your situation. But, I mean, I can tell you, like, if you're, if you're thinking, it, it's not good either way. It's not good to be down on yourself if the scale doesn't cooperate in the way that you want it to. It's also not good to be that over the moon over when you have a major loss in your own head. Now, like in what you really believe. So what you really believe needs to be, okay, it's really about the actions that I'm, I'm taking right now. The outcome is sorting itself out now, but on the flip side, you know, can you kind of put a little barrier on there? So when you have a major loss, you celebrate it like none other, like you have a major celebration because what we've talked about, we've talked about before, and we'll probably be talking about a lot because I think this is really a key point with all this is a lot of your success on weight loss is going to be how you manipulate the story in your mind. Think about that. If you're somebody that's been, you know, having this, <laughs> this really negative back and forth with weight loss, and dieting and all this stuff, um, you know, you've been telling yourself a certain story in your head for years, most likely. So what changes? What changes? The work doesn't change. You still have to put the effort in. You still have to put the work in. But what changes is the story that you tell yourself and the things that you focus on. And when you focus on the things that are most in, that are within your control, because that's what's most important, because that's the stuff that you can directly impact. When you focus on what you can directly impact, you start to feel empowered. Once you feel empowered, this whole process just... Like it gets, it gets better. And a quick shout out to Amber who did make 75 ounces on her water yesterday. So that's awesome. She just sent me the text on that. So Amber, congratulations. Now we're going to see if you're listening to the podcast or not. Although you were listening to one yesterday, you told me. So, but yeah, that's, um, that's it guys. Focus on, on the, the actions in between your weigh-ins are important. The scale number itself is not. Because in your entire process, think about it. You're just, you're jotting this number down and you're, you're plotting it like on a graph. And when you look at a graph, you're not worried about one particular point 
that's, you know, at, towards the very beginning or, or towards the middle or wherever. You want to take a step back and look at the trend. So the overall trend is what matters. So don't be reactionary when it comes to, to weight loss. That's how most people are going to view it. That's what most people are going to do. And that's why the weight loss industry is still going to be a multi-billion dollar industry somewhere between 60 and 70 billion dollars a year. Billion. Is that right? I think that's that statistic that I shared. I think it's, yeah, it, I, I think it's billion. I don't think it's million. Let me see. Let me pop open on Instagram here real quick. I'm fact checking myself. Isn't that nice? And you guys know I'm not really huge on the statistics anyway, but this is just something a little extra for us to do on our uh, on our episode today. When did I post that? There we go. Okay. Uh, weight loss market is estimated to be worth $68.2 billion in 2017. So we'll just say multi-billion dollar industry. How about that? Don't play into it. The norm with this stuff will not make you happy. The norm will just prime you to continue to spend money on empty promises. Don't do that. Let me know your thoughts. You can either DM me on Instagram. I'm at yourlevelfitness. Or you can email me. That is daryl at yourlevelfitness.com. That is D-A-R-Y-L at yourlevelfitness.com. Thank you as always for listening. And I will talk to you again real soon.